Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, buddy. So we have some exciting news. We're already at 225,000 downloads. Yes. At just over two months old, which is uh, phenomenal for a new podcast. You're amazing. <laughs> we, we. Yeah, are we're amazing. amazing. We're Thank incredible. you for listening. Yeah. So uh, last week's problems we brought in. Who won, uh, the, who won, who won, who won? <laughs> the most important question. Yeah. Uh, number one came in Slacktivists, or Slacticists as it's written down, because my, my internet was out and Dick was gracious enough to make me notes, and I've been do- doing nothing but giving him shit because of a typo on, on the note. Everything's got to be perfect with you. Yeah. And then number two was Neil deGrasse Tyson, hey. w- which was very controversial. Uh, there was so much backlash in the comments and on Facebook and on the website. Yeah, you had to know there would be, though. I mean, right? Yeah. He's like everybody's hero. He's, yeah, he's, uh, he's this, he's internet space Jesus. So, and then was Nodal Masseuses, and dead last, as I predicted, you fucking idiots, love your french fries. So, enjoy. Choke on them. Your, your french fry problem was really weird, man. I got a lot of feedback on that one. Yeah. I, I don't think, um, I don't think you got your point across with the french fries. Because I respect you, I think you always have a reason for your problems, yeah. but I don't know if you were able to get your real issue with french fries out. Well, they seem like such an arbitrary side dish. In everything that you order at a restaurant, a hamburger, a steak, anything comes with fries, it's just arbitrary. Why nah, fries? I, I still, you know, I still, it's not getting across. I want you to think about it and come back. Well, the, the French closest, fries take two. <laughs> the closest I made a case for french fries was the uh, diabetic connection. Which you kind of pointed out, uh, rightly so, I think, that uh, exercise also plays into that. So whether or not it's exercise alone or the increased consumption of French fries mm. uh, that's, that results in higher instances of diabetes, I'm not sure. So there's Well, that. if that swayed you, you, go ahead and vote it up. You can go vote it any time right. on the website. And, uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, well, I have, I have uh, some exciting news. I don't know if you know about this. No. The, speaking of voting on the website, the number one problem of all time... <laughs> is as of this week armchair psychologist armchair psychologist <laughs> that means i am the big winner i am number one congratulations i am william Riker, and you are wesley crusher <laughs> i'm number i am pp number one and you are poo poo number two <laughs> You thought about that. Uh, you had yeah, that. I had that. Yeah, of I course, thought of yeah. that. Yeah, that's not, that's not a joke that just comes up off the cuff. <laughs> I, I didn't write it down, though. Yeah, I thought I, I kept it so... Oh, I believe you did, yeah, yeah. With, right. with typos. Um, so, so speaking of the number one problem, I got a comment from Paul Schaefel. He says, what the fuck, Dick? Maddox is telling a story about a guy upgrading his daughter's computer, and Dick goes into the psychoanalysis about, it seems to me that this guy has a techno compulsion that's not healthy and blah, blah, blah. What the fuck is this armchair psychology hypocritical bullshit? Dick, you didn't even add anything to the discussion. It just seemed like you were trying to preemptively argue against whatever point Maddox was trying to make before you even heard the whole story. Yeah. So, so an armchair psychologist, number one problem in the world. You know what, Dick? I think this actually proves your point because the it fact- It was annoying. Well, it is right? annoying, but also the fact that you became an armchair psychologist, it's a huge problem. Man, you just, you can't resist it. Like, I feel, <laughs> I felt like a prick after doing it. Yeah. And this guy was right. I sounded like a prick, but yeah. it's just, it's too easy to do. That's why it's such and, a big problem. And by, can I just point this out? Go ahead. Dick, um- Here's here's so last week we had nodal masseuses, nodal scientists. Mm-hmm. Here's here's my problem this week, nodal co-hosts. <laughs> what did I do this week? <laughs> you uh, okay? That's not really my problem, but you don't have a kid and you always espouse child rearing techniques. Like you're an expert. Look, I'm. I think um, I'm just out here giving my opinion. All okay. right. If you have kids and you agree with it, great. If you don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. It just seems to me like it, if you're re- trying to raise a kid, going out in the backyard and shooting up their laptop is stupid. Awesome. And effective. Uh, so what, what comments do you have? I got comments uh, from Kurt, Kurt Radico. Maddox, you piece of piss. If you ever talk <laughs> smack about French fries or coleslaw again, you're going to be mourning death at your funeral. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did the right your also. Absolutely love the show, guys. Keep up the great work. 
great. So mixed messages on that one. Yeah, a, a piece of piss. So what are you freezing the piss, you idiot? What are you putting piss in ice cube trays? You know that's gonna spill everywhere. You're gonna get it on your hands. So I'm not I don't worried think about. You should antagonize your, this guy. Dude. Yeah, well I'm not worried about his threats because this guy's gonna come over with piss all over his hands like a fucking moron. All right, idiot. Um, I got a comment from Megan Pennock. Okay. It says, when Dick asked for an example of actions Maddox has actually carried out in support of his rants, the first one that came to mind was the time he mailed a box of tampons and a bottle of No More Tears shampoo to Bill O'Reilly from the Fox News show from the Bill O'Reilly is a big blubbering vagina article in 2004. That was so ballsy. That was so ballsy? Yeah. Oh. It was you got a ballsy. low criteria of ballsy. What was her name? Megan, Megan. Pennock. Yeah. Did you ever get a response from that? No, uh, no. I assume that they just took it out in the parking lot and blew it up, as, as, assuming that there were explosives inside. Yeah. Which, which is uh, par for course. Uh, let's see. I got one from Cannon Manley. Uh, that's probably a fake name. <laughs> God damn it, Dick. How you botched a slam dunk like Neil deGrasse Tyson is beyond me. <laughs> uh, sorry, Cannon. I'm trying my best. Uh, though those tweets were smug as shit, when facing a powerhouse like Maddox, you need to present clear evidence of hypocrisy and douchebaggery. Uh, then he he links to a YouTube where Neil deGrasse Tyson's being uh, being smug. Oh, that's true. You know, we could have brought in some uh, some clips of Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know, I actually don't have a problem with Neil deGrasse Tyson himself. It is his zealous fan base that I have a problem with, uh, who can see no wrong and and admire him way in excess of his accomplishments. Great, he's raising science awareness, but he's not a fucking messiah. Chill out. Yeah, um, I got. Speaking of not a messiah. Uh, Cal Paduzzi says Maddox knows all about Jan Ort and her discoveries, but apparently not his gender. Because you were showing off last episode <laughs> when you were trying to say what Jan Ort was responsible yeah, for, like yeah. gas clouds or some dumb stuff. The Ort cloud, right. Yeah, yeah, but you, you said it was a chick, and apparently yeah. Jan Ort is a guy. You know, I looked it up, and it is a guy. He is a guy. It's pronounced, what, Jan, Jan Ort, uh, because he's uh, from the Netherlands or something like that. So if you read that name in a physics book, which is where I read it. I read it in a, in a physics book I about astronomy. It's a man because it's not a cookbook. (laughs) (laughs) Bravo, Dick. Excellent. Um, So, no, but when I read that in a physics book, there is no context. There's no reason for me to assume the gender. They're not going to mention the gender of the scientist who discovered whatever. Who gives a shit? That's not relevant in a physics book. I read it in a physics book in my whole life. I thought, oh, yeah, it's probably some chick who discovered this. I'll tell you why you know it's not a chick because there's not six chapters dedicated to it. If it was a chick who discovered that, it would be like, oh, and then the greatest discovery in science (laughs) came about from this chick. Yeah, well, we got Madame Curie, so that's enough. Oh, oh, and and let me guess, I pronounced that wrong. It's uh, Madman Curie. It's a dude, too. Idiots. Um, Okay, so I I got a comment from one of my illustrators from the Alphabet of Manliness, Angelo Vildesal. I'm I'm still friends with uh, the, um, you know, I talk on regular basis with most of my illustrators from that book. He noticed an interesting thing about your voice, Dick. Uh, You know, you've had comparisons to PJ from Goof Troop. Uh, One of my friends sent that in. He also said that you sound like Raphael from the original 1987 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, the cool one. Uh Uh-huh. And Well, no. He's yeah. he was cool but rude. No, that's yeah. It says oh, it in the true. song, yeah, you is, asshole. Yeah, he is cool but rude. You're right. You're right. And then and then he's uh, tough but rude. No, no, no. It was cool Raphael. but rude. Are you sure? Is it? I think it's tough. Oh no, Raphael is tough but rude. No, no, no. Um, and Michelangelo is the party dude. Yeah, yeah. It, or was it crude? You know, it doesn't matter. It's okay. irrelevant. However, Rob Paulson is the guy who voices all the all the names. So I looked it up just just to double check. Here are some clips from Raphael from uh, Rob Paulson be, uh, voicing these these okay. clips from the original. Listen, listen how how much this sounds like Dick. Cowabunga, Shredder, you tin faced geek, get back here and taste cold turtle steel. You picked a heck of a time to become a philosopher. Does the phrase "go suck a lemon" hold any meaning for you? That's this how is I said. Not my. Yeah, yeah. Does, Does the, the phrase "go suck a lemon" have any meaning for you? <laughs> Does it sound like that. <laughs> Sounds like I just played the clip twice. Listen to this. Somebody toss me a rope. They aren't paying me enough to take this kind of abuse. And that that actually even sounds like it could come from the show. <laughs> just the, the whining. Listen, listen to more whining. Listen. And Leonardo, you are such a downer. Can't you hear? It says beep, beep, beep. It's really comforting knowing that you figured that out. All right, I got a stupid sounding voice. Enough, Jesus. Or a million dollar voice, either way. Yeah, that's it's real erotic when you're like dirty talking with the chick. And you're like, you know, guys uh, say I sound like Raphael from the 1980s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Um, so you got a problem? You want to get into the problem? Get into the more comments. What's your uh, What's your number one problem? You want me to go first? Yeah. All right. 
Um, yeah, this one comes straight from the comments. So L L Dix says again, probably fake name. I'm curious what is up with the lack of swearing. Uh, you, meaning me, had a whole chapter in your book about how swearing is manly, which it is, and I, I did have that chapter. Right. It's not like this is on TV or any FCC-regulated medium, so I don't understand all the self-censorship. Uh, so my first problem, believe it or not, is too much swearing. Oh, you fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah. I know I know I'm going to get eaten alive for it. Like, I yeah. know I'm going to get downvoted to hell. Uh-huh. But... It would be disingenuous for me to come in here and say that the problem is not enough swearing. Because I really think it is too much swearing. Too much? And I I wanted to address it because a bunch of people brought it up in the comments like, why don't you swear? Why don't you swear more? Why don't you swear more? Yeah. You have have an R-rated character doing a PG-13 show. What what the hell is up with that, Dick? I think I have an X-rated character. Fine. Doing, yeah. Great. Well, so here's here's my thinking on it. Yeah. Um, And I, I went to, like I did some research on it. Mm-hmm. And I ended up at the Cuss Control Academy, like, <laughs> trying to find reasons. Oh, and, yeah, of course, the CCA, yeah. Yeah, the, it's, it's CussControl.com. <laughs> so I wanted to get some, like, reasons for why there's too much swearing, right? And it's a .com, not a .org, of course, because they're, they're or for Or a profit. .edu. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Those are probably too expensive. For the cu- you got to go to the site, dude. This guy has, like, this book. Like, it's this, like, dopey look. It's exactly, the guy looks, ex- like, exactly what you think he would look like. Yeah. And his book says, like, Cuss Control, and it's all about... Uh, controlling cussing but here's where okay here's but i actually agreed with part of it and i and i i bring it up just so i can read these parts um the reason i don't do it on the show all the time is because it doesn't communicate clearly this is from cusscontrol.com and it neglects more meaningful words um what's more meaningful than the word fuck I don't know any anything. If you do, if you are if you stop yourself from using yeah. like the f word or the s word or the shit word or any of these other words, right. I think you are going to think of something funnier to say. You know, okay, Dick. I hate to actually give any credence to your bullshit ass problem this week because I totally disagree with it. However, I will say this: this is I'm I'm pulling the curtains back a little bit and telling. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know if my fans know this about me since I've never really mentioned it in interviews or anything like that. But for the first, I would say, 10 to 15 years of my website, I never used the F word at all in any of my writing. Why? It was a conscious choice, specifically for the reason you mentioned, because I was trying to find a more creative way to express what I was expressing. However, I found, I finally gave in when I was working on a comic one time uh, on my article, Things That Are Wrong About the Movie Signs or whatever. Mm. And there was I remember this, that article. Yeah, there was this line where I just wanted to say, fuck me in the Ozarks. And I just couldn't think of any other way to say that that had that same impact. And I finally just wrote it down as it is because I, I really pushed myself to try a creative workaround and I couldn't find it. Yeah. But and I think but I think that's exactly what I'm saying. Like you had you did have to push yourself and it wasn't just fuck me, it was fuck me in the Ozarks, which is much funnier. Yeah. Right? And don't get me wrong, I love swearing. Mm-hmm. Like I swear constantly. All day mm. when we're not, you don't think I do? No, not enough. You you are, you you use your crutches of a hole, s effing. I think that's funnier sometimes though. Sometimes when, when I don't know. I get like like I feel like I feel like a like a like a masterpiece painter with swearing sometimes. Uh-huh. Like I've been doing it for so long and I love it so much that yeah. sometimes I like to like Picasso. Yeah. I'm like the Picasso of swearing. I think like he would he was an amazing painter. Mm-hmm. Like as a kid. Right, like he could rep- reproduce any still life or any like you know any actual painting like to a to a masterful degree. Sure, but then as he like developed, he would start that weird cubist shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's how I feel about my swearing. Um, like I like to not like okay yeah I could do the tapestry of swearing, but then I could throw in like an S word or oh, F U and it make uh-huh. now it makes you say the word oh. in your head and that's funnier sometimes. Uh, no, it almost never is. Or, and, you, know, or you it, go like, oh, fudge. because <laughs> Yeah, see? Because yeah. people are thinking you're going to say fuck. No, because, because you, you you look like such a finicky bitch right now with your arms up in the air, which I wish we were recording oh, this. Oh, that's why on that's video. Funny? Yeah, because you're a finicky oh. little bitch. Like, oh, fudge. Fiddlesticks. Uh, it's funny in certain contexts, but almost never funnier than the actual swear word. And it depends, however, um, you know, if you use swear words too much, I agree, it loses its impact and loses its meaning. 
But yeah, is it, but back that to your wasn't analogy. at pestcontrol.com. It had I brought in a bunch more reasons why it's bad, and they lose their impact. Wasn't on their list, surprisingly. <laughs> That's because they're such pussies that they never cuss. It could be. Yeah. So back to your bullshit analogy is Picasso. So let's, okay. let's let's look at this analogy for a second. When you were a kid, you were a master orator, right? You mastered speaking, just like Picasso mastered painting. And then as an adult, <laughs> no, no, not 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 speaking, just swearing. Oh, you mastered swearing. Swearing. Oh yeah, man. When I was a kid. Fuck, 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 fuck. Like, I could, I could fuck with the best of them. No, but that's not mastery. That's, that's misuse. That's what that is. So Picasso, when he was a kid, if he was a good painter, that means he mastered the use of color and palette and not using too many colors. The number one mistake most kids make, and trust me, this is, is coming from somebody. No. No? <laughs> no, no. Kids never swear. It's not enough. But uh, when, they're, when they're drawing or painting, they use a palette of all the colors rather than restricting it to like five, the five of the most used colors they use in, their, in whatever they're trying to de- depict. Okay. So in your example, you used swearing too much as a kid. I am no, going to challenge you, No, I'm not saying sir. I did that. Well, I'm saying I used it just the right amount, which right is amount. all the time. Yeah. And now, <laughs> and now that you're a, a big grown. Here's my problem with, with, the, uh, with the censored swearing, effing, essing, a-hole. It's not saving anyone anything. Because when you say a-hole, I'm thinking asshole in my yeah. mind. And when you say effing, I'm thinking fucking. But then I'm also thinking you're a pussy. So it's di- distracting me from your message because I'm thinking what a big vagina you are. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe that was this guy's point. So you <laughs> disagree with me? Oh, yeah. I, 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 actually, I think swearing is great. Not all the know. time. Not all the time. Use it, use it like pepper. Well, don't use it like I use pepper. I use way too much pepper, but uh, use it like a spice or an herb in your cooking, right? You don't want it to put too much basil in your spaghetti I don't sauce. know, man. So I th- I learned to swear um, from my, my uncle. Like I was first, I was, when I first, I first fell in love with swearing when I was like probably eight or nine. Right. And I remember meeting my uncle, my uncle Al, or hanging out with him. Um, he had, he looked like a Tough version of Tony Clifton. You know who Tony Clifton is? Oh, from uh, the Man Over the Moon. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Um, Andy Kaufman's alter ego. Andy Kaufman's alter ego. Yeah. He was like a. He's a very crass alter ego lounge lizard guy. Except this guy was like a burly, tough uh, dude with those seventies dark glasses, like in a seventies, a big bushy seventies mustache. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was cool, especially like in the '80s. It was like, man, you already look like a throwback. Anyway, he would he would get pissed off, and he would start gearing up to swear like Donald Duck, throwing <laughs> like he would see the steam start shooting out of his ears, and every time he would put his finger up to his mouth like he was biting on it. I don't yeah. know why he would do this. I think it was to like block his lips uh-huh. so you couldn't read his lips somehow yeah. or like muffle the swearing yeah but oh my god he would get pissed off and he would just let loose f f f f f f f f f f f f f and i thought it was the awesomest thing in the world like i remember seeing it as a kid and going like man i'm gonna do that someday yeah. i gotta figure that out but i gotta he, figure that guy out but he didn't say f did he dick no no but that's what i'm saying i'm saying i love swearing just in this case i try not to do it all the time yeah why to think of something funnier to say Okay, but in the, in usually instead of something funnier, you end up saying the same swear word, just censored, like effing. Well, I guess I'm or fucking a- up then. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> there you go. You are fucking up. Yeah. Oh, that felt so satisfying to hear. Fuck is such a versatile word too. It's it can be used as a noun, as a verb, as an adjective, right? As as a pronoun. Yeah. Uh, it's it can be used so many different ways. I think George Carlin had that piece about that. Um, it's like the fuck word. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. got it. I've got it in that email. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a, it's uh, look, I'm just sick of getting called a pussy in the comments for not swearing enough. So swear. There's too much swearing. Yeah. No, not going to do it. Oh, my. Uh, unbelievable. It's perfect the way it is. No, oh, man. So, you look, you want, you don't want to swear. You want to make your, your segment of the show. Because here's the thing. We're recording. This is a really professional operation, believe it or not. We're recording our tracks on three different tracks. And then Sean, our audio engineer, mixes them. And it comes out sounding perfectly. So maybe at some point in the future, we can release just a dick track which is just your censored uh, PG-13 show, and we could just have that uh, Just the Kids where you're talking to an imaginary host, and then every few seconds you <laughs> interrupt with some angry bloviating <laughs> and then say effing <laughs> I'm getting the death stare right now from Dick. It's funny. No, it's fun. Come on, keep going. What else? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad there's a table between us right now. So anyway, uh, I, I think I think that uh, that it is a problem that you don't swear enough. So I guess oh, you know what? I, I heard something interesting uh, yeah. this week. 
This girl said that the reason that the F word is bad is because it combines sex and violence. How how is it combining sex and violence? Because it's that's the word. It means when you fuck, the word means to violently have sex with someone. What do you mean? How does it combine sex and violence? You don't have vi- you don't have to have violent sex. It kind of implies that. No, there's all sorts of stuff. you can. What about what about um? What do you, what do you mean it's not violent? Well, so if a girl at a bar was like, hey, um, you know, why don't uh, why don't you just go upstairs and uh, you know we'll, we'll light some candles and I'll run some nice jazz music and you can fuck the shit out of me. No, what, yeah, what Sean? What? what? I'm sure someone will double check me on this, but I think the word uh, I've heard it comes from a German word which translates to strike or to knock. That's the origin of fuck. Okay, there so you go. You're that's pretty much the a, same. You're striking or knocking that that's uh, that poon. Um, yeah. Well, okay, I guess that makes sense. But uh, you can also you can also have all sorts of different uh, like what about lesbians? They they call it fucking when lesbians aren't they're not necessarily striking and they're not always scissoring. I know what? that for sure. Yeah, they don't scissor. What else do they do? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. What could you possibly do? I don't know, but it was interesting because I'd never heard like a good reason of why F word is bad. And that makes sense. No, but it's not necessarily violent. Like that's a, that sounds like a feminist theory, a feminist theory type thing where they bring in. Some... I've never not meant it in a violent way. Gross. What do you mean a vi- It's not violent. Stop saying violent. When I think violent, I think things falling apart and bleeding. Uh, is that how you're having sex, Dick? No, sometimes. <laughs> Gross. The poor mangled women or, you know, whatever. No no judgments. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know, man. That's, uh, that's, just, that's not how you... That doesn't make any done. sense to you? I mean, I, you don't give any credence to that? I thought it was interesting. Yeah, but that's not something people internalize in their head. It's like, it's like feminists who have a problem with the, with the word men being in the word women. Because they say, oh, well, that it, it makes women a subset of men because the word men is in there. But people aren't actively, critically thinking about that when they read the word women. Or when they say, like, for example, the word hysteria, the uh, etymology of the, uh, the word hysteria means uh, somebody who is hysterical, someone who, who has... Um, you know, some some uh, some crazy psychological malady yeah. that they're not able. And it used to be women who I think were on their period or something way back in the day, and they were wow. they were called they were called hysterics. So they they say true, yeah. But but today, if you read that word hysterical, right, you're not going to make that association because you don't even fucking know. I was it just going to say, I think of a woman like <laughs> not on her period right before. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's when they get nuts. Right, but the majority of people don't make that association because they don't even know the etymology no, of that man, word. No, man, I think you're wrong in the F word. Like, I think they do, like, people, it, it is, like, as soon as she said it, I was like, wow, I guess it kind of is a violent way of, it's like a violence and sex together. What about just squeegeeing? That's not violent. No, that's like squishy. No, no. Funny. You, you know what squeegeeing is? No. It's, it's uh, titty fucking. That's not violent. Is this like an urban dictionary thing? That, uh, maybe I should bring that problem in. What, all or, these or weird in- sex terms for things. Face-sitting, that's not violent. Yeah, but this is all coming from a guy who uses the C word like it's nothing. Like, you use the C word way too much. Oh, no, I don't. I rarely use the C word. That's mean, too much. And, oh, wait, wait, are we talking about cock or cunt? We're talking about the, the, the latter. Dick Masterson, creator of menarebetterthanwomen.com. I've Let's used it, like, twice. I've oh, used it twice on that site. Unbel- Most women I know use that word like it's fucking water. They just say it like, cunt, 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 cunt. It's like nothing. And it doesn't mean anything. It's again in that's only offensive in America. Most other cultures don't think it's offensive. We we're perverting it into this thing and giving it power. You know what? Why don't you guys, everybody listening right now, go to the list of big problems and vote up other n words? Because here we go again. These are more other n words. I just think it makes people uncomfortable. You're dropping that thing like in a mix in mixed company. It's like, oh boy, all right. Did okay. we all just hear that? <laughs> cool. All right. You know, you know. At least say it. If you're going to use the C word, at least say a British accent when you're doing it. How do you say it in a British accent? I don't know. Cunt. 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 Yeah. No, that's, no, that's silly. I'm not going to do it. There's nothing more offensive uh, than ideas. Words aren't offensive. Okay, if you give, if you give power to a word, with the exception of the N word, because it's so damn ingrained in our society, we can't escape it. But if you give power to words, I think words, you're kind of cherry picking there. I am. Like the N word is I bad, am. but the because other words aren't there is no bad. other word. There is no other word in 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 our society that has the power of the N word. It just doesn't. There just well, isn't. Well, wait a minute. It, there just isn't. For who though? You can't say it to anybody. 
Like, well, bla- like black people can say it to other black people, but you can't say that uh, to anybody. Bec- why be- is that? Be- this is a whole other topic. Okay. But that's I. And by, by the way, I don't think all black people are on board with that. They're not. Yeah. Right. No. So what do you tell not. them? Well, I actually agree with them. Like, look, if you want to take the power away from words, then stop giving them so much power. Stop acting like it's a big fucking deal. It's not. They're just words. Ideas are way more offensive than words. I can go out on TV. If I say the word fuck, great. Uh, everyone's, oh, everyone, uh, everyone older than six years old is going to say no, no big fucking deal. When the, when the planes hit the World Trade Center, the first thing out of everyone's mouth during the, during the hit on the videos during the recordings was holy shit. Yeah. They weren't thinking about offending people. They didn't give a shit. That's what the, this just came out of their minds. They were saying, holy shit, holy fuck, look what just happened. What's yeah. important there isn't the words, it's the context, it's the ideas. So if you go out on TV and you you make a racist statement, say, um, I don't know, say, uh, just pick pick a race, say, all Chinese people are lazy. If you go out there and you make that statement, that's, that's not, they're not, when have they ever been called lazy? Exactly. Chinese people. I specifically chose Chinese because that's not a stereotype that applies to them. But if you came out and you said that that uh, that statement about a, sp- a specific race, that is infinitely more offensive than cunt or fuck. You can go out on TV and say cunt or fuck all day and night, not be offensive uh, as offensive as you would be as if you said an idea that actually rubs people the wrong way. Ideas are infinitely more powerful than words. Um. Well, all I'm saying is that's why I don't swear as much. I'm trying to keep things funnier. Okay. See what see what else I could think of. There you go. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on to a real problem. Too um, much swearing. I think you think that's going to get a lot of votes. Yeah, a lot somehow of da- I don't think it's, so. It is going to get a lot of votes. A lot of down votes. So here's my first problem this week: anti-cyclists. Okay, Ugh. these are all the dickheads. Oh, here we go. Dick's one of them. Go ahead. These are all the dickheads who have such a fucking bone up their ass about cyclists mm-hmm. and you'll hear them all the time. They're drivers who say, "Oh, can you believe the cyclist? He, th- he acts like he owns the road." He's First of all, cyclists aren't owning the road. They're just part of traffic. And if you can't swerve your, your steering wheel three degrees to the left and go around somebody who has the physical footprint of a human walking, then turn in your fucking license, mm-hmm. okay? And every time you see a cyclist riding on the street, you should get out of your car, pull over, pull their pants down, kiss their asshole. Because everywhere you go, every time you find a parking spot— there's one more parking spot free because of a cyclist. One less car. One less car. Yeah. The gas prices are cheaper because of cyclists. And I don't do it for the environment. I cycle all the time, but I don't do it for the environment. And you I do don't... it for the chicks, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's been a real winner on dates, let me tell you, when I, when I uh, go out to my bike to ride back home. But, no, it's, it's faster. You get some exercise. You get off your fat ass. And uh, that's about it. That's the, 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 the only two reasons I cycle. Okay, let me let me ask you this, because I hate cyclists. Okay. Um, I hate everything about them. I, mm-hmm. It's okay if they're on the road. I'm not like one of those guys where I'm just pissed off to see a, a bicycle guy there. But, uh, but I do hate them. So let me ask you this. Do you walk your bicycle across the crosswalk? No. Because I, I have yet to see one of you motherfuckers do this. If I'm if I'm in the crosswalk, then yes. But if I'm not, why would I ride my bike through the crosswalk? I'm not on the sidewalks. No, 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 no. Okay, you get, you approach, you approach a red light with your bicycle, right? right? Then it turns green or whatever, and you're supposed to walk your bike across. No, Dick, you're not supposed to walk your bike across unless you're, you're walking it on the sidewalk. You're not supposed to ride on the sidewalk. It's illegal to ride on the sidewalks. I swear you're supposed to walk your bike across crosswalks. Not when you're in traffic, but like when you're... On the sidewalk or whatever. Yes, when you're on the sidewalk, which means you're already walking your bike. So that's a false problem because i see them do this all the time and i almost hit them every single time because i can't see them coming yeah well they're not supposed to be riding through the crosswalk because they're not supposed to be riding on the sidewalks so that's the problem motorists always yell at me and say hey get on the sidewalk well guess what dickhead it's illegal to ride on the sidewalk and then when i do occasionally ride on the sidewalk say if i'm going to a business or something like that mm-hmm. pedestrians yell at me they're like hey man that's dangerous you should ride on the street first of all it's not fucking dangerous how many times how many people do you know who've died because of a cyclist a cyclist hit them. How many pedestrians? Uh, none. None. Because a bicycle hit them? Yeah. No, I think it would hurt the bicycle guy more. Yeah. It's so incredibly rare. However, I have been hit by a car while cycling. What? Yeah, Sean. what's on? No, I was going to say, knowing people who have lived in New York City for a long time, it's almost a rite of passage to be hit by a bike messenger. Yeah. Bike messengers hit people on sidewalks oh, all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah. I bet everybody hates bicycles in New York. 
I don't know if right? anybody's died, but I know multiple people who have been hit by bike messengers. Uh, well, actually, there was somebody who died. This is actually recently in the news. Uh, this is from the New York Times. A San Francisco cyclist was charged with manslaughter recently uh, because he was riding down a, a very steep hill and didn't stop when the light turned red and hit a pedestrian walking through the crosswalk. They both tumbled about 20 feet because the guy was going about 35 miles an hour, which is really unusual for a cyclist. But that's exceedingly rare. I it's feel like so bicycle rare. riders think they own the road, though. Yeah, like, they, I feel they, like they all got a chip on their shoulder about having their goddamn bicycle. And no. Like, oh, we're just like a car. We're just like a car. You guys should be thanking us. I yeah. do feel like they're all like that, though, and that does piss me off. Yeah, you know, because all these, like, fucking car drivers are such pussies. They say, oh, man, I have to slow down a little bit to go around a cyclist. You know, if only there was some utopia where there were no cyclists on the road, there would be no traffic, huh? Oh, except we already have that. It's called a freeway, and it's always fucking gridlocked because of cars, 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 choking up all the fucking roads. Mm -hmm. Cyclists aren't the problem. They're the solution, buddy. Your gas is cheaper because of us. You have parking because of us. Everything's better because of us. And you're just sitting there in your stupid car with your Persian racing rims like an idiot. Yeah. yeah, that, That all might be true, but why are you guys so annoying about it? Like, why do you cyclists, it's always about bicycling. Everything is about bicycles, bicycles, bicycles. You do those dumb things where, like, 300 bicycle guys show up, and you hawk, you take up the street riding up and down, riding all over town. Yeah. You're always getting harassed by the cops, yeah. right? So, yeah, cops do harass us. Why is that? I don't know, because cops have I, nothing better to do. They, they, they just, they, you know what it is? I've even heard a friend of mine who said, who said that uh, a cyclist wouldn't get out of the way when he honked. I'm like, well, f- of course not. Would a car get out of your way if you honked? No, they're just going to f- continue driving down their path, you dick. Like, uh, and he goes, well, I have 2,000 tons of metal around me. Who's going to win in a, in a battle? Well, I guess you are, dickhead, if you're going to be a, a yeah, homicidal I fuck. I win. Great. Yeah, you win what? A, a trip to jail, you moron. So how can someone who's so into driving fast support bicycles? Like the slowest because, wheels no. on earth. Dick, it is not. I will race anyone. I can get within a mile of anywhere in this city faster on a bike than a car. Okay. Guaranteed. In, in right, heavy traffic. Gonna, I gotta call you out on that because we've done this race and I fucking beat you by like five minutes, dude. No, you, you bullshit. Remember? Yes, the coffee shop and it wasn't five minutes. We pulled in at the same time. And you were sweaty and disgusting, and I was on my phone. I had a nice conversation the whole time. <laughs> I was—I had already purchased my coffee. Oh no, that's a—that's a lie. First of all, and it was 1.2 miles. Uh, I actually calculated. Yeah. I can do one mile faster than any anyone on a car. I mean, I'll, car. I'll take you up again. You're on with that bet. Heavy traffic, you're on. I can get there faster on a bike than you can in a car. Heavy traffic, and what else? No roads. What other what other stipulations do you want to put on it? We're, we'll go in uh, mountain biking trails. Why? Why? <laughs> why do people with bikes have such chip on their shoulders? We don't. On their shoulders. No, I do want to know that. Look, some of them do. I'll, I'll give you that. Some of them are assholes. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And by the way, I'm not a bike activist. I'm not an any kind of activist because those guys annoy the shit out of me. I'm not mm-hmm. out there protesting and trying to make a point, but. I just want to get where I'm fucking going without some dipshit in, in a car behind me having a fit because they have to go around three degrees. They have to turn their steering wheel three degrees to, to, to go around a guy who has a physical footprint of a human being. Yeah. What do you do when you encounter bicycle riders in the road? I just go around them. Really? You just deal. totally, like, chill? Yeah. You because don't, because you, don't you, know, do, you don't react at all? You're just like, well, you know, it's just something we have to deal with. Bicycles in the road. No yeah. problem at all. Because you know what, Dick? If you pay attention, next time you're driving, I want everyone listening to do this. Watch a cyclist that you pass by. And then watch what happens when you get to the next red light. They're going to pass you, and then you're going to pass them again. They're going to pass you, and eventually they're going to be way far ahead of you, and you're going to be stuck in traffic because you're an idiot, and they're going to be wherever the fuck they're going quicker than you're going. I use cars as pace cars. Every time I see a U-Haul truck or a big vehicle, whatever, I look at it, and I keep that in mind, and I see, okay, if I was driving, how fast would I get to my destination? So let's go over some of the negatives of bicycles since you're going over all the positives. Great. Uh... Looking lame. <laughs> That's a pretty big negative. I don't know, man. I, I think I look pretty cool. Hold on. I'm writing these down. Looking okay. lame. You uh, definitely uh, don't look cool. That's definitely your opinion. Uh, being sweaty and gross. Sweaty is cool. Chicks dig sweat. Really? So yeah. you're telling me that every time you've rode your bicycle everywhere, the sweat hasn't been an issue. Well, I'll tell you one time what, that it has. Oh, okay. I rode my bike to a meeting uh, with, I believe it was Comedy Central. <laughs> <laughs> and I Walk was, me through the thinking on that. Well, you know, I was just a, a mile down the road, and but I left late, and I got, I had to cruise really fast. I got there on time. 
But then I locked up my bike to this handrail, and this fucking fucking like mall cop came up to me. He's like, "Hey, uh, uh, you can't lo- you can't park your bike there." Okay. I said, "Why not?" He goes, "Because uh, it's a liability. If somebody's walking up the stairs, they might trip and fall." And I said, hey, okay. idiot, if, if somebody's walking up the stairs and they need to use the handrail. Like, that guy knows. First of all, like, whoever trained him took the time to explain yeah. why these rules are uh-huh. enforced. Yeah, thanks, thanks, buddy. Yeah, if, if somebody's walking up the stairs and they need to use the handrail, they're probably handicapped anyway, and they're not going to get more handicapped. Like, who cares? So, <laughs> that's Okay, so this is from a bike guy. <laughs> Fuck the handicap. Whatever. Good start. I uh sure, whatever. Uh so anyway, I had to race down into the parking garage. I had to park my and by the way, they didn't have any bike locks downstairs. It was just a fucking parking garage where they where executives parked their cars. Yeah. Where the fuck am I supposed to park my bike? At in uh you're supposed to park it when you were 13 and then you never ride it again because it's not something that adults do <laughs> so anyway dude i got to my meeting on time where'd However, you lock up your bike oh i just rode it back up and par- parked it on a sign or something who cares <laughs> so i w- got to the meeting however the reason i was sweaty is because dickhead security cop made me run downstairs and run back upstairs and i came to the meeting all sweaty looking like shit so whatever <laughs> okay yeah that's why you don't see my show on comedy central because i was too sweaty um okay. sweaty Okay, what other what are the negatives do you have? Hmm? Um, I think almost getting like the reason I don't have a motorcycle, I go through this like I go through motorcycle withdrawal every year about summertime. It'd just be so cool to have a motorcycle and drive around LA. Right. Uh, but I think I'm I would get hit. Like I'm pretty sure I would get hit by a car. So I've actually done this the research and motorcycles are are way more dangerous than than uh, cycling because you're driving at faster speeds, you have uh, lower reaction time, and you're actually in both lanes of traffic. Whereas cyclists tend to stick to the side and uh, on slower sides uh, side streets and things like that. So that's why cyclists are are, are safer than than motorcyclists. In fact, I have some stats from the New York Times. It says 4,834 cyclists and 59,925 pedestrians were killed by motor vehicles in the United States between 1999 and 2009. So in 10 years, the most recent year for which figures are available. Now, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, cyclists killed just 63 pedestrians or about six per year during that same Uh, period. I'm getting all mixed up with the numbers. So what's the what is the. What is the amount? So in 10 years, cyclists killed just 63 pedestrians. Okay. Yeah, but no one's concerned about bicycles killing people. Exactly. They're That's concerned my point. about bicycles being annoying. Oh, no. Wah. What are you going to do about it, dude? You, look, look, if you just waved a magic wand and all the cyclists were gone, do you think traffic would get better or worse? I don't care. I just don't want to deal with them. I don't want them buzzing. I don't want to have to try to squeeze around them when yeah. they're taking up like mm-hmm. more room than they need to be. Yeah, then you have to, then whatever you get, there's going to be 10 more cars parked because suddenly cyclists aren't there anymore, You know, right? bis- bicyclists are like pregnant women. Like, it's just like, <laughs> they make everything about their dumb bicycle. Like, every pregnant woman's like, well, oh, yeah, you know, uh, Shakespeare, that reminds me of my baby and how I'm pregnant. No, no, that's, that's, not, that's not at all. First of all, if, if you have a cyclist who's making everything about cycling, then you have dickhead friends. When I cycle places, I don't make a big fucking sh- song and dance about it. I just get there, do what I'm doing, and then go the fuck home. I don't care if anyone knows how I got there. My form of transportation isn't important. That's such bullshit. I only have one cyclist friend, and it's you. And it's always, <laughs> I can get there on my bicycle faster than anyone in their car. Well, you guys are suckers. Yeah, that's true. Eat a dick. Well, here's, here's another interesting stat. Uh, the number of trips made by bicycles in the United States more than doubled in the last decade, according to the U.S. Transportation Department and Federal Highway Administration. Meanwhile, the total number of cyclist fatalities has fallen by 21% since 1988. All these stats don't make you guys less annoying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Dick, I don't know how, like, I've made such a cogent, clear argument, and all you're saying is, Look, wow, because it's anti-cyclist people don't give a shit about lives you're saving or not saving or whatever. It's just fucking annoying to deal with bicycles in the street. You know what's fucking annoying? Traffic, and that's you. You're traffic. I'm clogged up sitting behind some dipshit with Persian racing rims because you're too much of a moron to get into a cycle, a, you know b- a bicycle, and, and ride around town. I Yeah, I will not get on a bicycle and ride around town. It's uncivilized. Uh... <laughs> Right on the sidewalk. Just do us all a favor. Take your toy and go on the sidewalk with it. Yeah, why Take don't you ride on the sidewalk? Take your bullshit-ass uh, car and ride on the sidewalk. Oh, wait, that's that's what you were doing already. So, 
Uh, rain oh. slick dick. <laughs> oh, that's a low blow, man. <laughs> you know what, dude? Uh, I can't ride on the sidewalk. I can't ride in the streets. I can't ride anywhere, huh? So maybe everyone should just drive everywhere all the time, and traffic would triple. That's what you. That's what would make you happy. And there's no more parking spots. There's more, and the gas prices would go up because everyone's using gas all the time. Yeah. You know what? Nothing would make me happy. I That's know. What I, it's I know, just Dick. the. It's that. I'm just explaining to you why you guys are so annoying. Do you think cyclists are are morons? Morons? Yeah. No. What? What? Oh, so what? What? How would you describe cyclists? What are they? Um, a pain in the ass. Pain in the ass. Yeah. So you're saying what Dick is saying here is he wants more pains in the asses on the road in cars behind wheels. That's what you want. You want more pain in the ass people. I don't look, I don't want I don't have a solution for this. Yeah. People who hate bicycles don't have a solution. Maybe maybe it sounds to me like you have a final solution in mind. Hmm. Very Fucking good. Fascist. All right. Um, What's your next problem? <laughs> speaking of fascism, my next problem is the Nuremberg defense. Oh, great transition. Yeah. So you know what the Nuremberg defense is? Let's define it for some of our listeners who are morons, which is a lot of them. So. Uh the I think it was when when World War II was won. Yeah, they lined up all the Nazis. When America won World War II, let's make it. Let's go on record. Yeah, saying they that. lined up all the Nazis in court, right. Nuremberg, uh-huh. the Nuremberg trials. Right, right. And they said, "Okay, you guys are guilty of all this horrible stuff." And I said, "Well, we were told to do that, so it's not really our fault." So the phrase is, "We were just following orders." Orders, right? Yeah. yeah. And I guess that worked. Did it? Were they were they let off? The I hook? think that's. I think they got let off for that. Sean, you always know facts. Is that's true, right? Everybody basically was got away with everything because they said somebody else. Someone's shaking her head. No, I, I don't think they did. No, I don't. I don't think so either. I don't think that was a good defense. Oh, really? No, and also it doesn't sound like a good defense. Isn't isn't that the premise of the what was the psychological the famous psychological experiment the, 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 the milligram Milligan the milligram no the milligram trials right or the milligram milligram experiment where they asked people to shock give a painful jolt to somebody behind the the wall who was acting like they were in pain and because the doctor who had authority told them to do so they kept shocking and shocking yeah. beyond lethal levels because an authority told them to pretty funny experiment. <laughs> Pretty hilarious, but that's that's essentially a replication of of the psychology that went into Nazis saying we were just following orders. Yeah. Okay. Then you're saying it's a big problem. It is. So the, the reason I brought this up is, um, you know that have you heard that Comcast call where that guy tries to cancel his Comcast service? Yeah, there it's kind of old, but I just got around to listening to it this week. No, it's 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 still pretty current. There's that guy who who called Comcast and he tried to get his cable service canceled. Yeah, and he argued with the guy for over what twenty minutes. He 20, records minutes. the second half of it and he says he did it for like twenty minutes. Yeah, um, but I finally listened to it this week and it's like it's painful to listen to. Right, it is frustrating to listen to, but everyone's excuse is this guy was just following orders. Like, this guy was just doing his just job. Doing They're his basically job. giving the Nuremberg defense for this jackass. Right. But I listened to the thing, and it's clearly just the guy being an a-hole. Like, if the Nuremberg defense didn't work for the Nazis, it shouldn't work for this guy. No. You know what I'm saying? So I brought in, as a first for a first time, I brought in clips to the show to prove what I'm— I didn't bring in the whole thing, because it's like, I don't yeah. wanna, if you want to listen to the whole thing, just go, go and Google it. We'll link to it on our website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play— uh, Okay, play the, hold on, not yet. The first one is, where did I, oh yeah. Okay, so the first one is this guy throwing out the Nuremberg defense. Go ahead, play number one. Help me understand why you can't just disconnect us. Because my job is to to have a conversation with you about having, about this, I mean, keeping your service. About finding out why it is that you're looking to cancel the service. Okay, false. Yeah. That guy's job is not to do what he just said. (laughs) Idiot. Yeah, his, oh, it's his job to just... To sit on the phone uh, and on the dick phone. around. Yeah, to dick around. No, your job is to handle customer service inquiries, dickhead. If someone wants to cancel, you fucking cancel. Yeah, I mean, I like I hate Comcast as much as everybody else, but uh, I don't think it was their fault here. You don't think it's Comcast's fault? No. They train these dickheads, and I'll tell you why I do think yeah. it's Comcast's fault. Because I used to work in a telemarketing company, and we had lots of clients inbound and outbound. Outbound mm-hmm. was mostly soliciting calls, and inbound was customer service related for different clients like Sprint and Nextel and all these different phone companies. And they taught us when somebody called in to cancel their service to give them a first objection. And now that means we object to their cancellation and try to keep them on board. And uh-huh. then if that didn't work, give them a second objection. And some clients thought that the second objection was too much. And 
and we shouldn't do it. Yeah. But, but some of them went to third, fourth, fifth objections, and some of them were taught, don't let the customer cancel no matter what. And that's exactly what this sounds like. Some so, dickhead told him not to let the customer off the hook. That doesn't excuse this jerk off from right. doing this. Like no. this, So this guy and the people at your company are making a choice to follow these like orders right. that are coming from on high. Right. It's still their fault. They're still the dickhead doing it. It's not the company. No, it's both. I, I think it's the company and it's the, the, the person. Who, yeah, uh, well, you can't punch a company in the stomach. Yeah. That's, that's the point I'm making. It's, yeah. This guy deserves more blame than the whatever, like, the atmosphere, the boiler room atmosphere that Comcast is generating. It's their policies. I'm telling you, Comcast tells their reps on the phone. Comcast is, is trying to eject from this one, say, no, 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 this is a, a bad seed. It's one guy. It's not the one guy. If this guy didn't have an incentive to do this, he wouldn't do this. I don't think that excuses it, though. I really don't. Like, I'm not I'm not defending. I don't want to seem like I'm defending Comcast because yeah. I hate them, too. I think they're scumbags, too. But I mean, it I, seems that way. What? That you're defending Comcast. Oh, yeah, I know. It, it seems like I am. I, I actually think they love this. Because, Comcast. yeah, because they get, everybody's thinking about them. Everybody's talking about them. And all, like, they can come out like priests and go, oh, my God, we're, we're going to change everything. Yeah. This is so bad. Right. This is obviously so bad. We're going to fix everything. And they're not going to do shit, of course. Oh, of course not. So they get a bunch of free ads for it. Yeah. Um, go to, uh, yeah, you kind of already said that. Go to number three. All right. Okay. I'm just going to wait until you can confirm that we've canceled service, so I'm just going to hang out okay, here. Well, you're all set. It, you know what? It's disconnected. I'm, I'm really sorry to see you go to something that can't give you what we can, but I'd like to thank you very much for being a great part of Comcast. Have a wonderful day. Okay. Uh, can you give me a confirmation number for the cancellation I, of service? I don't have a confirmation number. There is no way that that's Comcast policy. That's all I'm saying. No, that guy's a little bit of a snot at the end. but Yeah, he's an a-hole. He's an asshole. Yeah. An asshole, for yeah. sure. 100% for sure, an asshole. But uh, <laughs> I see what you're doing there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, okay, maybe Comcast's policy is to give the customer a confirmation number. But uh, the fact that they, they... And he's so emotional about it. You can hear it in his voice, like how emotionally invested he is in getting this sale. He's just a total prick. Yeah, he's a prick, but he's that way because Comcast incentivized his prickish See, behavior. See, you're letting him off. And that's, that's, why this is, that's why I'm bringing this up as a problem. No. Because you are totally letting him off the hook by saying that. No, they're both guilty. I think you should hang this guy, right? Yeah, I that's, mean, yeah that's what I was thinking. Metaphorical or literal, I'm okay with, with the capital punishment in this case, or uh, and or... Or um, destroy Comcast, uh, brick by brick. Just dismantle that whole fucking evil firm. I fucking hate Comcast. Everybody hates Comcast. They're the they're absolutely terrible. And for our international listeners, Comcast is a cable and network provider that has huge monopolies in huge swaths of America. Where if you sit out in the suburbs someplace in Utah or New Jersey or wherever, sometimes the only service you have is Comcast. You have to pay whatever fee they want you to pay because they have monopolies. They have uh, they have uh, contracts. They have lobbyists, and they keep other competitors out of their areas. Well, they give local politicians kickbacks. That's how they get those monopolies. Oh, absolutely. So here's here's why the Nuremberg defense is the biggest problem in the universe, though. Because yeah. Comcast is going to go away. All right? They're going to get driven out of business by whatever internet, Hulu, or Amazon TV, whatever TV networks are coming along when we don't need cables anymore. But the Nuremberg defense is going to be here forever. <laughs> People, whatever the next thing is that's going to kill cable... Is going to come out and say, like, uh, I was just doing my job by being a total jerk to these people yeah. when they're trying to cancel their service. Well, if we can effectively... Same reason a bouncer won't let me into a bar when I'm wearing flip-flops. Yeah. Like, well, I'm just doing my just job. Doing my job, yeah. Like, well, can you just be a person for a second and let me in? You know, Dick, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. This is, I actually do agree with you. This is... Uh, a legitimate problem and you actually brought in research this is like the first time you've done this and i'm so happy thanks but yeah this is a great problem i actually like this a lot uh i've Maybe been I trying less to shit for this next week then <laughs> i think so yeah you're i mean i'm on i'm on board with this um i think that i've been trying to uh, dismantle or reverse engineer the nuremberg defense mm -hmm. and i i'm not sure if this is the right way to do it i'm still experimenting with it but sometimes i'll run into a dickhead security guard like i was riding my bike the other night in a parking structure and who cares? It's fucking 10 o'clock at night. It's empty. There's no one around. And some dickhead happened to be on his walkie-talkie upstairs just yeah. passing me at the, right, at the wrong time. And he goes, hey, stop right there. Stop right there. Are you, look, are you looking for your car? And uh, I, I got tripped yeah. up because I wasn't I expecting. I got my bicycle to look for my car, yeah. you fucking idiot. 
<laughs> Idiot. Yeah. So anyway, I was, I was like, uh, no. I'm just writing, writing. I was like, oh, you can't be up here. You can't be up here. I'm like, dude, who cares? And I kept writing. He goes, oh, yeah, stop, stop, stop. I'm like, all right, man, all right. He's like radioing in, in people. And I'm, I'm glad I did because there were cops like right downstairs. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I came up to the guy. And before he could even say it to me, I said it to him. I said, I get it, man. You're just, You're doing, just your doing your job. You're just doing your job. Yeah. So I'm trying to defuse the situation, but I'm not sure how to get what you want after you've defused the bomb. Okay, well, um, well, what did you want to – why were you riding your bicycle around a parking structure, I guess? Let's I find get, out what you wanted in this situation. I was just going for a ride. If you've never <laughs> ridden – parking structure? It's fun. It's You ride all the way up. It's a big spiral. You ride all the way back down. You get to the top. you got a great view. There's a breeze. It's nice. Is this your workout? No, I do just ride do bicycles fun. up parking structures. You in know, the town? if I'm riding by something that looks interesting, I'm going to put my bike in it. Okay, no, I'll give you that because I like climbing <laughs> parking structures. Yeah, in your car? No, when I'm drunk. Oh, <laughs> so in your car? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Rain slick let's, dick. <laughs> uh, let's uh, talk about something else. Uh, uh, so anyway, yeah. The, so I'm trying to dismantle the Nuremberg defense. I so I've been able to defuse it. But then to get what you want, I don't know what the next step is. I don't, well, this uh, that happened to me uh, this week. I was I was at Stout again, my Stout's, favorite hamburger restaurant, the burger place. Yeah, and they're open till four. Yeah, which means their last call goes right up until two. Right, and it was like one. It was like one fifty two. Mm-hmm. I ran in there. I was like, all right, thank God, I can still get a beer. Thank God. So I go to the counter. I'm like, yeah, dude, give me a you know, give me a. a uh, give me Mama's Legal Pills, like, stat, right away. Give it to me. Yeah. And he goes, all right, uh, here you go. Uh, just so you know, I got to come and collect this in six minutes or in five minutes, whatever he said. I was like, okay, buddy, uh, good luck. <laughs> exactly. So I was geared up for, like, well, I've never been tossed out of stout before, but I am not giving this beer up. So nope. I'm, like, fuming, right? Yeah, like, yeah. amping up for getting what I want, like you're saying. Uh, so he comes back, like, five minutes later, and I had already drank the whole beer. Uh, so, all right. Well, jokes on me. I guess you're both losers. Um, <laughs> well, I guess you for alcoholism and him for being a, a Nuremberg defense dickhead. Um, okay. So is that is that your uh, your problem? Is that yeah? That's the everything? whole thing. Like I also wrote down all these dumb quotes from uh, the Verge. Like surveyed all these Comcast employees. Yeah. And all of their interview clips make it sound like they're being trained like Nazis. They are. What the fuck, though? Like, you're on the phone talking to somebody. Just give them what they want. Yeah. And don't do not do shitty things just because some authority yes. told you to Thank do it. Thank you. Don't stop do being, shitty things to people. Stop being a fucking robot. That's unless why it's I it's funny. <laughs> okay, unless it's funny. I, I, okay, just real quick, an anecdote. Um, I was at the New York airport, the JFK airport, standing in line for security. And there was a long security line, and I was near the front, and I heard this lady, this, this wife and her husband... We're standing near the front, and the security guard told her to go through the first-class lane because it was empty. And no yeah. one was coming through, and no one was coming through for, for, you know, all the way down the terminal. You could see it was empty. No one was coming through first-class. So the security guard told her, go ahead and go through first-class. Being a cool guy. Being a cool guy. Right. Because his job, he, he was also breaking the rules, I'm sure, trying to expedia, uh, uh, expedite the process. So this lady says, well, uh, it says first-class. And he says, I know, ma'am. It's okay. Go ahead and go through first sac- first class. Yeah. And she goes, but my ticket is is not first class. It's coach. All right, that's it, lady. Go to the back of the line. <laughs> right. That's it. No, but then it it goes on. And then and then he said, I know it's fine. Just go to first class. And she goes, Are you sure? And he says, Yes. Yeah. And then she goes, But my ticket is still it's coach. I I'm flying Southwest and it's coach. And, and the, the, the 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 guy's like, Just go through first class. And then she's like, Well, I don't know if I can my t- my ticket. And I I almost like butt in. I'm like, Lady, he just fucking go. Just yeah. fucking go. I was gonna push this bitch right through the fucking line. Are you insane? Are you that fucking robotic? You're so ingrained to the fucking rules of society you can't fucking even when someone's telling you he's the authority you can't even override the previous authority jesus my dad used to do something similar to that when we were kids and we'd go on a trip yeah he'd be like uh all right we're boarding early uh you guys have to act like you're under 12 and we'd be like 18 (laughs) (laughs) like uh sir they're not he goes yeah yeah yeah, they're fine they're fine they're fine they're fine and he'd shove us through just walk through. Just do it. Just do what expedites the process. Make people's lives easier. Stop following authority. Jesus. All right. I'm all pissed off now. All right. What's your last problem? That's a good problem, Dick. Um, Thanks, man. I really thought about it. I worked hard at it. Yeah. Like, I did a bunch of research. I made those dumb clips. You made the clips. It's broad evidence. It's great. Great problem. Um, my next problem, and now I'm the one with minor quibbles this week, is hyphenated names. Okay. All right? 
I am so tired of hyphenated names. Okay. First so of all, a hyphenated name, I'm just going to say what it is, because I didn't learn this until I was in my 20s, uh-huh. that it's when a woman like takes the guy's name and tags it onto her last name yeah. when they get married and puts a hyphen in there. Basically, yeah, okay. basically. Or the guy does that with the woman's name, and they, they share each other's last like name. Like the mayor of L.A.? Or did he, he did, Or did he just take her name? Villaragosa? Is that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. I think his name was like Villar, and hers was like. And he either took her name completely because it was like more Mexican sounding. Yeah, I don't know. He probably he, was. Uh, combined two names into into one uh, name. There's no hyphen there. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. He, but he took her name. Yeah, Via Ragosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's na- weird. That's, that's name melding. So hyphenated first names. Yeah, that's not the right thing, Sean. We're talking no. about something else. So Jesus. why don't you keep it keep a lid on it <laughs> no but it's all really <laughs> dickhead brought it up <laughs> it's all no it's all really i have a problem with all of it all of it's a problem now uh and then now people are hyphenating first names you know what it, anytime i see a hyphenated first names it, it just means that it's the result of two people who shouldn't have gotten married right <laughs> a because hyphenated they, first name yeah because they can't make a decision wait they hyphenate their own first names well, not with their last names, but say, for example, there's a, there's, you know, you, you know, a guy named uh, Ken John or, you know, uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Reed or something like that. It's a hyphenated first name. Okay. Because, because you know what that comes from? The mom wanted Dwayne. The dad wanted Reed. Are you serious? This that's, is a real thing? Yeah. That's what it is. Well, I know like Peggy Sue. Like yeah. that's like a, is that a hyphenated that's first name? That's a hyphenated name? first name. So this is actually happening where the mom wants a first name and the dad wants a different first name. Yeah. And they hyphenate the they first hyphenate. name as a compromise? That's the compromise. Are you serious? Yeah. Where is this happening? Everywhere. Everywhere. I have, and some of my good friends have hyphenated names and I, I, I love them to death, but it, it's annoying as shit. First names. Yeah. First oh, names. Oh, that's goofy. Yeah. Even my editor uh, for, for the help of it of manliness. Yeah, awesome Ruby guy. Strauss. <laughs> Ruby he's Strauss. He's great. He's a great dude. I love the guy, but uh, you know he's got one of these bitch last names. And then, uh, <laughs> and then you have you know, um, you know, uh, uh, well, I don't even want to say any of these names. They're all coming to my mind. But yeah, Peggy Sue is another one. And I uh, learned what hyphenated uh, hyphenated names were because of Ruby Strauss. Yeah. I was like, what is what the what's the deal with the name? What, why do they have that fancy hyphenated name? Yeah, because they're they're not on board with the cultural. Um, the cultural norm in America where the, the wife takes the husband's name when they get married. And fine. I kind of you know, like the idea of hyphenating the first name, though. Why? That's stupid. No, because then you get, like, two really, really strong... Like, you could get, like, Derek the Incredible Hulk. Like, hi, I'm Derek the Incredible Hulk Masterson. Yeah. Like that, because obviously the dad wanted Incredible Hulk, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think the, the mom wanted go- something lame, like Derek or something Were like you? T- I think, uh, Dick, you have an interesting story. Were you telling me you have a friend who has a superhero name? Oh God! Uh, yes. Yeah, with the oh, kids. The kids. You know, you know who it is. Um, Can you tell the story on the air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, yeah okay, yeah, let's yeah, hear. Yeah, story. I think he would love it. Um, so he snuck in. His kid's name is Eddie. Yeah. He managed to sneak that in, and he made like as an afterthought. Uh, he made the middle name Brock. After Venom, like Venom, the superhero or supervillain's name yeah. is Eddie Brock. So uh-huh. the kid's name is Eddie Brock. Like, yeah. and he totally, I know he didn't explain why Brock was like sentimental to him. But wait, wait, wasn't there more to the story that his wife hated comic books? Wasn't that, uh, maybe it was someone else telling me this, but someone was telling me that they, that, uh, they have I mean, a that friend. sounds like a better story. This, so yeah, this, I, I thought yeah, this was sure. a story. So there's a, someone, ha- a friend of mine said that, uh, his friend loves comic books and his wife hates them. And so, uh, when their kid was born, like she does, she doesn't even want comics around the house. She doesn't want the kids reading comics, anything like that. Why? She, she just hates comics. She thinks they're bad. They're a bad influence and whatever. So this, yeah, this guy's a big pussy. So, so he, he married her. Um, and then and then he named his his first kid Xavier, and uh, and his second kid Logan. And oh, and his wife went along with it, totally fine. And then they were at a friend's house one time, and he, he said, "Yeah, this is Xavier and Logan." And then he goes, "Oh, you mean like the ex?" And he goes, "He snuck that under the radar with his with his wife." It makes me so happy. He probably thinks about that while he's banging her. Oh my god, I got away with that. Oh man, yeah, you take it. That'd be give me the biggest boner for the rest of my life. I would love it so much getting one over like that. But yeah, yeah, sneaking stuff into names is really fun. It's a funny idea. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm also thinking um, it, it is funny, but not at the expense of having a hyphenated name. If you have to have a hyphenated name, fuck off. Uh, here's, here, I have a new theory. I have a new theory. So the more syllables your name has, the mm-hmm. bigger asshole you are. Oh, yeah? Right? 
The more syllables, the more syllables that you have, the bigger asshole. Okay. If you have six to eight syllables, fuck off. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. How many syllables? How many syllables? Yeah. That's ne- a, yeah. Neil. Ne- is that's, that two? That's, that's is like that two three. or is it one? That's three, Neil, but depending Neil on the pronunciation. DeGrasse yeah. Tyson. I guess that's not two. That's like what five? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not too bad. And I don't. I don't really think he's an asshole. Just as dumbass fans. Um. Yeah. If you have six to eight, six to eight syllables and. You're you're cursing your child to go through life having to speak a sentence every time they say their name, and they have to repeat it all the time. That seems and, like something you would do, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> didn't everybody have to call you like his honorable something Emperor Maddox? <laughs> Actually, at a book signing. No, for an entire month uh, after the Hurricane Katrina donations, I did. I did promise that I would not read or reply to a single email that didn't include to His Majesty the Honorable Maddox. In yeah, the subject I remember line. that. Yeah. And and everybody even I even made my editor I believe my editor had to reply to me like that too I wouldn't read anyone's email I mean it's if you had a kid it sounds like something you would do like yeah. an outrageous middle name like that yeah there's that there's that guy in Sweden too who recently changed his name it's the longest name in the in the world uh, according to Guinness Book of World Records but it's something like uh, Tron Optimus Prime Megadeth Metallica uh, Viking Thor whatever and it just goes cartoons. on and on. all its cartoons all its yeah. favorite cartoons and then Funny. I think it's his 9-11 conspiracy theory and all this other bullshit he just like throws in there so what's your problem with hyphenated names what is it really like is it that nobody's sacking up and naming the kid yeah pick a name people make a decision Make a fucking decision. And also about the hyphenated last names, what happens with your next generation of kids, okay? So let's say somebody comes along, their last name is Ruby Strauss. Mexico is what happens. Like, that's what's happening. Dude, that Me- Mexicans have like a hundred. Dude, they've got like six middle names and like a bunch of last names. You never know which one's which. That's not racist. Yeah, if two minds can't agree on something as simple as a, as a name, then don't get married idiots just don't get married and yeah the mexican problem sure you're gonna have kids if you have two hyphenate if you have a hyphenated last name and you meet a girl or uh, you're a girl and you meet a guy who also has a hyphenated last name guess what your last name is gonna have two hyphens and four names that's stupid yeah i kind of like that hyphenated first name though because then the kid could pick you know like if you have a cool middle name you would go with that you got all these options to pick from oh my god if too you want to say your fucking name names. just pick one just pick a fuck and you know what everyone with a hyphenated name eventually starts going by their initials hey tj hey aj hey bj it's yeah. always a j there's always a j in there yeah yeah i know a guy who just has one letter for his first name <sighs> what is it p r r yeah. that's stupid r is stupid and also people who um who name their their kids after uh, you know just silly sounding names these days? Everyone's got to be really so- and then special spellings for their names is really annoying. Like Brian B R Y O N. What it? Why are you doing mm. that? What are you what are you standing out? And only in print, by the way. When you introduce yourself to people, which is the majority of the time how people hear your name for the first time is through introduction, verbal introduction. The the stupid fancy spelling that you spent nights dreaming up with your dumbass wife. Isn't going to come across. No. So just get a fucking divorce. Yeah. Idiots. Well, you're clearly all worked up by this. <laughs> I have so no mad. fucking idea why hyphenated names. Because you're, you, you can't make a decision that, that speaks to bad decision making. So it, what about middle names? You have a problem with those two? No, because no one ever sees or hears them unless you're looking at someone's passport. And if you are, you're bored in a, in a security line. I don't have a problem with that. All right. I think middle name, if you should have all your interesting names, save them up and jam them right in the fucking middle because that's the only time anyone's ever going to care is when you're standing in, standing in a security line at an airport and TSA is being a dickhead because some bitch at the front won't go through first class security and then you have nothing you have nothing but time to kill. So you're standing around with your passport and your dick in your hand and the person next to you says, hey, what's your middle name? You're like, Thor Jesus Christ, what's yours? Right? That's the only time it matters. It's a cool name. It's <laughs> a cool fucking name. Hyphen. Thor. Yeah. Hyphen Jesus. Hyphen oh, man. Christ. Fucking hyphenate the shit out of your middle name because no one ever has to know. And then it, and then when you're playing that stupid game with girls, we're like, what's your middle name? And they, and they don't want to tell you and you just immediately blurt yours out. So you show your hand immediately and they're fucking <laughs> holding it against your head all fucking night. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> You've never done this in bars? And they're like, no, you have to guess. You have to guess. Well, what letters is that? Right? No, you have to guess. Well, there's uh. 26 possibilities for letters. Why don't you just narrow it down one out of 26, bitch? And then she's like, no, no. And then you, uh, anyway, it makes that game more fun when you have an interesting middle name. Yeah. So hyphenate the shit out of that, but yeah. but nothing else, guys. Just simple fucking names. Choose. Make a decision. So make you, a decision. in your perfect world, there'd be like five names that everybody gets to choose from. Yeah, it'd be like just like China. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> where every, where uh, <laughs> everyone has the same surname in China. There's like five surnames in China. There's Chang, Chong, Li, and Lu, I think. Uh, you know, that, that's an exaggeration. There's, there's a lot more surnames. But um, this is kind of interesting. Uh, one one other note I want to make about this. Okay. So the hyphenated name is not universal. Or I'm sorry, the, the when people get married, when women get married and they take on the surnames of their husbands, that's not universal. That's actually mostly common in Western countries, specifically America. In Saudi Arabia and in Muslim countries, women keep their surnames. So all these women who are like, mm. oh, well, let's liberate the Muslims because they have to wear burqas. Let's liberate. They're more advanced culturally than we are in certain aspects because the women always keep their names and i don't even understand why it's a big deal i don't give a fuck what you call yourself if you're marrying me and blowing me every now and then i'm fine with that i don't know i think i would want the name change why i don't know i never thought of it before do you name your shits sometimes yeah yeah like i'll be like oh that was uh, i call that one too much vicodin this week <laughs> <laughs> Ew, what does that come out all lumpy and gross? No, no, dude. Uh, constipation is a side of like if you take too much Vicodin for yeah. an extended period of time, you will shit a football. Is that uh, that's it, a medical fact? Okay, <laughs> and and an anecdote I, that I want to end on. <laughs> I believe uh, I believe it does say that on the packaging. So okay, yeah, let's uh, let's actually let's we summarize. Probably end there. Yeah. My problems are um, too much swearing. Oh God, I'm gonna get killed for that one. Uh-huh. And the Nuremberg defense. And my problem is anti-cyclists and hyphenated names. Let me just say, I'm predicting a Nuremberg defense clean sweep. You know what, uh, Dick? I, I would never say this, but uh, I actually hope so, because that's a really good problem. And don't forget to vote the biggest problem in the universe.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks. 